1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Tom and Tobby. You picked a fantastic time to listen because we have a very special guest with us. His name is Jerry Jenkins. You've probably heard of him. He's the author of The Chosen and I Will Give You Rest, the third installment of The Chosen novels, and based on season three of the hit series, published by Broad Street publishing. Jerry has written more than 200 books, including 21 New York Times bestsellers. Good morning to you, Jerry. Good morning to you, Tabby and Tom. It's great to be with you again. Well, thank you so much for the time. And, you know, with all of the buzz around season four of The Chosen, what some people don't know is that you actually write books based on the previous season series. And so this is installment three. So within the difference between the TV series and the books, uh, what are the major differences between the two? Well, you know, we're kind of deconstructing. Usually when, when uh, something is on film, it's based on a book. And in this case, of course, the, the Chosen series, which was created by my son, is, is based on the Bible. And uh, then he, he and his co-writers take a lot of creative liberty and, and try to do, do plausible backstories to what is coming as far as things from Scripture, the miracles and the sermons and that type of thing. So when I, when I write a book based on that, now I'm going back another step and, and trying to add inner monologue and uh, the motivations of the characters and, and adding a lot of things to where when people have seen it on the screen, they might not totally understand it. And they read the, the novel and go, oh, that's what that was about. So I'm getting really good response for, from people that, uh, that the novels can kind of stand alone. So I'm having a lot of fun with them. Wow. I, you are such a great writer. and I cannot, I still can't believe that you've written as many books as you have. But how do you research details for your novels? Well, um, I, I, I think there's no substitute for actually going to the location. Um, mm-hmm. My wife and I have been to the Holy Land three times. And uh, the last time we went, we went with an archaeologist who took us on some digs and showed us uh, some really interesting things. Uh, and I know my son Dallas has been over there, too. He went with a, a messianic rabbi, and uh, to get the you know. And then I also study books like the manners and customs of Bible lands, so that when I'm writing about uh, characters, characters are, are the key. Of course, we want to be able to to assess them and and to access them too, and so so that we can identify with them. But I need to know, you know, what does it mean to to 
to live in the first century and to wear sandals and to be dirty and to walk in the dust and how far is it and how hot is it and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So lots of uh, resources and references like that, that that try to make the reader feel like they're there with us. Hmm. You're hearing the voice of Jerry Jenkins, his one of many books. His most recent is The Chosen and I Will Give You Rest. It's a novel based on season three of the record-breaking series. And, uh, you know, Jerry, as we're talking about this right now, let me just ask this uh, point blank. What is your hope for the people who read this version of The Chosen and I Will Give You Rest? Yeah, it's really the same that... uh... Dallas has in in the reason that he created the the series. He doesn't want it to be a substitute for the Bible, and and no one has said that it is. Sometimes people wonder. They say, you know, is there a danger of people saying, well, I don't need to read the Bible now. I can just watch this. And he's saying that's the opposite of our purpose, and it's and it's the opposite of what people are saying who watch it. They say, this takes me back to the Bible, and I'm reading it more than ever. Uh, I'm back in church. I'm listening to sermons. And so our our hope is that people would get to know Jesus better and love him more. You're listening to 88.9 Moody Radio. This is Mornings with Tom and Tobby. Jerry Jenkins is our special guest right now, and we are truly grilling him on all things <laughs> The Chosen. And Jerry, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about The Chosen TV series. It's created and directed by your son, Dallas, and it's breaking records around the world. I mean, it's a phenomenon culturally. Why do you think that is? You know, it's really been an incredible ride, and uh, you know, we've, we've tried to, to assess what it is that's, that's made the difference here. I think, uh, you know, Dallas grew up, you know, in a Christian home and, and has heard all the stories and knows the Bible stories and has seen lots of, of Christian movies and TV and uh, always felt like, you know, he'd love to see something like that done with the same quality you see the, the world doing it in, in Hollywood. Uh, obviously, they're they're putting out stuff that's not necessarily appropriate for all viewers, but they are professionals and, and their stuff is not cheesy and it's, you know, it's gritty and it's real. And he said, let's, let's apply those same principles to the greatest story ever told and say, look, let's, let's be plausible. This is, has to be believable. But he wanted Jesus and the disciples to come off as real people, not stained glass window figures or statues. We sometimes imagine the disciples as old men with big gray beards and marching everywhere. <laughs> and uh, he's saying these were these were normal guys. These were fishermen. These were uh, you know a tax collector and and, and people like that. And um, so by just making them more accessible to to the viewer and uh, and more believable, people have just really. Uh, taken to this. And it's it's in every country in the world. It's been seen half a billion times. It's going to be mm. translated into 600 languages, which is 10 times more languages than the previous record for a translated TV show, which happened to be Baywatch. We don't, we don't <laughs> often mention Baywatch and the Chosen in the same sentence, but, but it, it was translated into 60 languages, and, and the Chosen is on its way to 600 that's incredible. Yeah, that's unbelievable. You're hearing the voice of Jerry Jenkins. We're talking about a phenomenon known as The Chosen that was created and, and directed by his son, Dallas. But, uh, Jerry, can we just take you back a little bit? You were involved in your own phenomenon, if I could call it that, the Left Behind series, uh, which was just groundbreaking when it came out. But it's still relevant today. Talk to us about that a little bit. 
Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's hard to believe it's been 28 years since the first title came out in the Left Behind series. And I was the same age then that Dallas is now when this Mm -hmm. phenomenon has sort of hit him. So it's allowed me to counsel him a little bit about uh, how to let the phenomenon take care of itself. Just stick to the knitting, keep doing what you're doing. And he's he's been great at that. But uh, you're right. The, the Left Behind series is still selling to this day. I mean, it, it was it was already at about 63 million for the total series, and it's still selling between 10 and 15 thousand units a month to this day, which is just unheard of. That's... And of course, now with what's going on in the world, uh, I'm hearing from people all the time saying, "Is this it? Are we seeing the, you know, the beginning of the end?" My my take on that is that you know. Yes, prophecy says that Israel will be attacked from all sides and then watch out for the for the bear from the north and the army from the east. Well, Dr. LaHaye, who's been gone now since 2016, he always believed, and I, I tend to agree, that the bear is Russia and the army from the, the east is China. And so mm. keep an eye on those. Uh, on the other hand, we also believe that God has his own economy of time. And the Bible is clear that, that to him a day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as a day. So what to him might just be one more day of mercy and waiting could be to us a thousand years. So it could be a thousand years from now that the rapture takes place. But also, we believe all the prophecy has already been fulfilled. It needs to be, and it could be today. Wow. Thank you so much just for your take on this. You're hearing the voice of author Jerry Jenkins. And there are so many um, writers listening now because you are such a great example with 200 books now in print. And as you talked about just the success of the Left Behind series, have you ever gotten writer's block? You know, I I teach uh, writers online, and I say that writer's block is a myth. And uh, and people, of course, they they howl because they say, (laughs) I'm going through it right now, so how can you say it's a myth? I know the feeling of getting up in the morning sometimes and not wanting to, you know, to do anything uh, that has to do with putting words on a page, but uh, uh, no other profession gets to claim such a malady. You can't call your boss and say, I can't come into work today because I have worker's block. You can laugh off the phone, you know? And so I say, you know, for a writer, if you don't feel like writing, there's always something to do. You can do your research. You can be thinking about your next project. You can be planning. Uh, Take a walk if you need to. Do something. It's your job. So get your seat in that chair and do it. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, just direct advice (laughs) from somebody who's very prolific at this. Thank you so much for that. And then you had mentioned that uh, you have some writing courses. You teach them online. If somebody's interested in that, um, where would they find more information? The best place to go is just jerryjenkins.com. Uh, I have everything from free daily tips and blogs and things that, you know, for people who who just want to check into it and, and feel like maybe they want to uh, learn a few things about writing, all the way up to, to courses at, at all different levels. I have about 2,000 online writing students, and, and it's a joy of my life to, to pay forward the blessing I've had in such a, in a career that's just been a dream for me. Thank you so much for paying it forward and and for all that you've contributed. Thanks for answering our questions today and chatting with us. Well, it's always great to be with you. Thanks for having me. 